Welcome to Through the Wire, Through episode the wire. 12. I got the usual cast. Pierre, yo, Mike, Derek, sup, yo. We're here with another weekend edition of the best basketball podcast in the world. Yes, sir. And I promise you, that's not biased. Not at all. Not at all. If no. you if you do like the show, just let us know by you know leaving a rating on whatever platform you're listening to. It always helps us out, and we're trying to shoot for some of the top spots in the game. Yes, let's prove that we're the best podcast, sports podcast in the world. We coming for that number one spot. Let's you know, get us get it. You know what I learned from last episode. What? I mean, I respect guys that do this daily so much more. Yeah. Because there are times where, like, topics are not really there. Mm-hmm. But that, people That's like, where you see, like, you know how a lot of players be like, they ain't got nothing to say, so they just start making up stuff or coming to, like, extreme conclusions. Mm-hmm. Mostly Stephen A. Smith, people like that. That's where I can see where it's coming what, from. That goes to what KB was saying, that I defend Lonzo to the death. Which, I mean, yeah, I defend him a lot, but... Them that people like that you just named, yeah. they hold a magnifying glass on that man to where I have no choice but to defend. I'm gonna defend a player that I like, but I mean, if every day I wake up and everything he do, like, oh man, he took two shots, it's two less. Uh, should we be worried? Uh, like, bro, it's, it's literally his eighth game in the, in the thing, and that's where you see the difference because you know who can talk every day about basketball? Jalen Rose. He make he entertain it for him to talk about basketball every day. He is entertaining compared to the people who are making up topics and, and headline stories and making big things out of nothing. Same thing with, like, the starters. You know, their show's five True. days a week. Yep. And they got two shows that are, like, an hour and a half long. You know, it, it's crazy that they can keep up with the content. So we we stepping it up, though. We're only two times a week. But I think we, we're entertaining for those two times, you know? Mm-hmm. I think the fan, they tell us every yeah, they day they want to, uh, we're one of the best. So For sure. Hashtag free Jaleel. Free job, man. For real. So Jaleel Okafor told the Philadelphia 76 local media that he would like to be either traded or bought out. The bride Colangelo is like, nah, nah, fam, we can't really do that because we don't want to give you away for free. But Jaleel Okafor has not. He's only played one game so far this year. Ridiculous. Which is crazy because they don't really have. They have, of course, they got Joel Embiid, who's a great player. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rashad Holmes just come, came back. And Amir Johnson. You trying to tell me that Jaleel Okafor does not deserve minutes in that in that core big man group? Yeah, know? I like Rashawn Holmes. I like Amir Johnson, but they're not I'm, Jaleel Okafor. Yeah, I would give Jaleel Okafor. And if they're not going to play him, they got to do something because they're not going to get much trade value. That's for the part him. that that's kind of weird to me because they want like they're holding him because they want something, but you're not really going to get much. Mm-hmm. So I mean, like the Bulls not about to give you Bobby Porter's. The Suns not about to give you Eric Bledsoe. So, like, what exactly do you want? And then the more he starts fuming because of the situation, you're really not going to get nothing. Cause yeah, exactly. Because the, yeah, they the lucky he, he's yeah. been this professional. Because Nerlens Noel, when he was going through the same situation, he wasn't as professional as Jaleel's been. So, I don't know. That's just weird to me. I don't like when organizations do that. They're wasting good talent because he has the skill to play with the big men in this league. And they just send him there trying to hope that they get something for him, but they're not. As Bulls fans, would y'all give up uh, Miritich for him? Oh, yes, of course, in a heartbeat. I don't like Nico. Hey, he got to develop somehow. If he is going to develop, he needs a time, place, opportunity. The Bulls, hey, if the Bulls mean I'm a Knicks fan. If, if it was some way we could, like, get him. Y'all have him already with Inez Cantor. Just, just a, a worse version. When we talk about somebody that doesn't play defense, but is a, a ball-stopping big man back to the basket play, you know? But he, Jaleel only makes, like, $4 million a year. But do you, do you really want the same player on the team twice? 
I mean, y'all got a center in her and Gomez that's not playing. That's probably the best center on y'all team. I was if I was gonna probably gonna be my next statement is that we have so many centers. But my thing was, if I was the Knicks, I would want him. But we can't get him because we have so many centers. So a team like y'all. Who could take a chance? Like I wouldn't it don't even, even have it, to. Oh, even if y'all don't get him, what? some team that don't have nothing to lose, I just feel like can give him a shot. It don't have to be the Bulls, the Knicks, whoever. I, I can't think of a team off the top of my head, but somebody, somebody can use him. Exactly, somebody give him some chance. Like the Nets, uh, the Celtics were the uh, number yeah. one team. Okay, right? the he's still on his rookie contract, isn't he? Yeah, like, yeah. 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 So yeah. even if y'all did get him, it's not like he on a long term contract. You literally have nothing to lose. He's not going to win y'all games if that's what y'all worried about. If he pans out to start playing like a third overall pick. You got to win. If he doesn't, then you just let him go after that one year, and you. It, it's it's just a chance. Are you saying that they should keep Nico? No, I, I would like Nico gone too. But the reason I said no, um, is just that I I don't like the way his game would fit with what we have, what we're trying to build. With Laurie, I just feel like that'll take away from. I think our sole purpose should be right now. This season is Laurie. And That's Zach it. it. Well, he's not playing, so I'm just cutting him out for right now. Okay. Um, should be Laurie. And the way Jaleel Okafor plays, for him to be effective, he needs that ball for five seconds back to the basket. And that doesn't fit what Hoiberg wants to do, and that just won't really help Laurie in the grand scheme of things. True. That's, you, that's it. That's it. You that's, know Hoiberg ain't going to be here next year. I think he will, though. I, honestly, if y'all have been watching the Bulls play, like the last two games, they look good. They're, they're fun to watch right now. When I say good, I'm not saying we're yeah. going to win a championship. They're better than a high school varsity team. Better than the high school. No. no yeah, well, yes. But that's not what I mean either. I just, means that, I just mean that. <laughs> I don't think I watched the Bulls game this year yet. They're, they're fun one. to watch. I watched one of those games. Are they fun to watch? That or was the bad. Do they game? have about two people that's fun. Maybe no. The whole team is fun to watch. It was I, I, no, no, no. Game. Because listen, I understand what he's saying. Because I'm a Knicks fan and we yeah. bad. And you were just saying like, how many people can you name on that roster? But I, I be having fun watching the Knicks sometimes, and they be exciting. We beat the Cavs. You might have a game with your team that suck. Like, you know you a Laker fan. Yeah, y'all be good. Y'all fun fans. to watch like, for a half Lakers, sometimes. When the Lakers beat the Warriors not too long ago. Not, but, but I'm saying not here. But not even the games that y'all man. win, though. Sometimes your team might have an exciting first half, and then the second half y'all might just get blown. Like against the Rockets. I understand We played real well against the, fr- in the first mean. half. I was excited. But listen, this is what I'm saying. The team's good. It's fun to watch. Okay. We had a project in Chris Dunn. I tweeted that Chris Dunn was trash. And then like 20 seconds later, he gets two blocks, seven points, three assists, just like in a quick span. So, okay, he looks like he can potentially be an NBA player, which is great because he did not look like that against OKC. His you also said back. something else that I appreciated. Which 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 was that? Robin Lopez. I love Rolo. Love him. Yeah. Former Nick. He so solid. So hard, you bro. know exactly what you're about to get from him. It's not even just uh, David Nwaba, Demolition Man. That's his nickname because he's crashing bodies. He's going up for boards, dunking on people. Fun to watch. Former Lakers. What you think about him? He don't even know what it is. <laughs> uh, uh, Justin Holiday. Yesterday he had a game. He's just chucking shots but they were falling. And Laurie is just to see Lowry with the ball, he has been so much more aggressive since the last time we talked about him. I, I love this team right now. The way you're speaking, it sounds like you're I, happy about the next, you know, type of we best movie. Yeah, too. but but guys like Justin Holiday, David Nwaba, they're not, and Rolo, they're not really a part of the long-term plans. But for now, they're, they're doing their thing. Rolo can fit on any team. Yeah, yeah we'll, I hope we trade him, but I don't want to be, him to be traded. You feel me? He's got some value in the league, yeah. but I want to keep him as a bull player. 
And that's kind of that's going to lead us to the second thing. I wanted to revisit the Jimmy Butler trade because, again, I'm, I like my team so far. I swear when you said that's that's going to lead us into the next stop. I don't know what you was talking about. <laughs> but OK. I, OK. So obviously, um, Jimmy Butler was traded this offseason during the draft for. Um, so Jimmy Butler, our 16th pick for Chris Dunn, Zach Levine and the seventh overall pitch pick, which turned out to be Larry Marketing <clears throat> in the moment. I swear to God, on, on the, the draft day, I had my fire guard pack shirt. I thought this trade was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was like, this is an F. This is a D trade. But now it may be a C. You know, same thing with the Paul George trade that we talked about a couple days ago. What would have made it a B plus? If we didn't give away that 16 that pick, pick. Yes. But the, the guy that got Justin Patton hasn't played. hasn't played. He broke his foot. But, you know, there are other guys. We weren't going to – we probably wouldn't have picked Justin Patton. There would have been two bigs in the same draft. Even um, when they traded Jordan Bell, they were like, we don't need another big. So we would have probably went out and got a guard or a wing player. Mm-hmm. I don't know who would have been available. I mean, was Donovan Mitchell available? Yes, he was available at that time. Okay. Which, man. <laughs> <laughs> Donovan Mitchell and Laurie Marketing. That would have been crazy. Cause he's, and y'all Bulls fans, I told y'all not panic about Laurie, man. I saw y'all on Twitter after the draft. I was draft. panicking. In the moment, I was panicking. But then I was like, let's give him a chance. But Donovan Mitchell has scored like 20 points per game in yes. three out of his last yes. four games. Yes. He looks good. Yes. Um, but okay, what do y'all agree in this trade now? It's only it's only been a couple months. To yeah. real, get a real grasp of this trade, maybe it'll take a couple years to see what Lowry and Zach Levine turn out to be. Mm-hmm. But let me let me hear what y'all trade. Um, what, what do you think about the trade? Uh, I say it's... What did you just give it? A C minus? Yeah, I said maybe it's a C. I say a C also. Yeah, I'm gonna give it like a C plus just because we haven't seen Zach Levine play. Mm-hmm. And I don't wanna be biased because I like him so much. But I think he's gonna be phenomenal. But because he is hurt, we're gonna give him time and let him let him prove himself. Um so if you can get anything out of Zach Levine, if he can be a twenty point scorer and be the guy I'm expecting him to be, then I would move to a B plus. And the only thing that would be bad about the trade is that you didn't keep that pick, the sixteenth pick. Let, let me um, let me just reiterate. Uh, Donovan Mitchell wasn't available. He got picked a couple times before that. So okay, what thirteenth? Yeah, he was thirteen. Okay, but there were guys after him that we could have picked up to. Just saying. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Uh. Oh, Luke Kennard was he? He should have been available. Well, no, he might have been a fifteenth overall pick. Forget it. But yeah. Okay, y'all had a, a, another pick. Uh. So yeah, I just don't think that y'all should have gave up that pick when y'all giving up an All Star like Jimmy Butler. But they finagled y'all because we all know about y'all front office. Mm-hmm. But I say I say a C plus, and I think they got lucky with Laurie because they didn't they didn't work him out at all. Like mm-hmm. he was like, I'm surprised they traded to get me because I had never heard. You know, they haven't talked to me. But that could be a couple things. They could be just guard packs just saying, okay, let's just go get somebody. <laughs> that could be them being um, smart about the trade because if they worked out Laurie Market and everything. You know, Thibs and the Timberwolves be like, okay, they want they obviously want our pick because that's where he's projected mm-hmm. to go. Yeah. So let's keep quiet so the Timberwolves don't know we really want him bad because that's what the Bull, the Bears did with um, Mitch Mitchell Trubisky. Mm-hmm. He didn't work out with the Bears at all, mm-hmm. but they were like, we wanted him from the start. We just didn't want people to know we wanted him so bad. Yeah. You know, so that could have been that. Or again, it could have been just guard pack getting lucky. Yeah, which <laughs> I, I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt yet. We got to see what else they do. They which made is, one good move so far, like Phil Jackson getting lucky with Chris Stapps Porzingis. Uh, so, but it was a good pick. Great I, pick. I like the pick since once they got him, I was like, good, great, solid, safe pick. I wanted y'all to get Dennis Smith Jr. It but I, I would have liked that. Be, too. But because of the Derrick Rose history, I can see why they shied away from that a little bit. Um, I never thought about that. Larry Marketing was a, a much more safer pick at that position. Um and and it's working out. Live marketing baller. Yeah, y'all yeah. better start talking about that, man. I, I just the only thing I see 
is, I mean, let me first grade it. Mm-hmm. I say it's around what y'all saying to see. It has the potential because Zach Levine is coming back. Chris Dunn, they look like they got you know, an investment in him. He came in, what did he take, almost 20 shots? Yeah, even if he's not a starting point guard, I can see yeah. him being an offensive point guard. He's not, he doesn't have the greatest unit. size, but he can do it on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's very great defensive. Yeah, he's very great defensive. defensive. He he has some potential to be an actual point guard in the league with his uh, playmaking ability. He can you know shoot the ball a little bit. Yeah, last night he made a surprising number threes. I think I, mean, I think he yeah. made like two or three threes, but that's yeah. more than what he usually makes. And then Zach Levine, you you like to bring up twenty points in the third. You know, uh, as a third option, option yes, yeah, in Minnesota. So he's gonna come back and be the first option now. Mm-hmm. So this is the only thing. I mean, he's still gonna be a great player. How is he like? How long is it going to take him to make that adjustment? Because now he not he doesn't have Carl Anthony Towns to get that double team. He don't got Ricky Rubio to set fa- him up. If you're familiar with Zach Levine, I, I don't think it's going to take him long. I want to be in the. Yeah, in the he, he has progress. He I has do progress too. really fast in his time in the NBA. Yeah, and a lot of time, like um, if, like if you watch like a lot of his highlights, I wouldn't tell you to watch the games. That yeah. would just be oblivious to go back and watch those pointless games. But a lot of his stuff was. Him creating his own shots because you know his number didn't get called a lot as him being the third option, Definitely. which is why I was really impressed uh, when he was averaging twenty points before he got hurt. Um, and yeah, they, they he was a guy that they actually went to late in the game. You know when teams are down five and it's forty five seconds left and they just need threes and they just trying to shoot themselves back into the game real quick. He was the guy that they would go to for that. Not Wiggins. Uh, of course, not Towns. That's too, it's too much time to dump the ball off into your big at that point. And he would be the guy. Like, I've seen games where they're down by nine with 50 seconds left, and he's steady hitting threes and making the other teams shoot free throws. And, and he's, uh, he said he's feeling good. He said he he should be on a faster check, but they're trying yeah, to Yeah, exactly. Back that's, that's a great thing, so too, is that he— that's, that's a good thing for y'all. He could be back now, but y'all y'all taking a safe route because of the Derrick Rose history, uh, which seems like y'all, y'all taking all the precautions to not go down that route again. But, um, yeah, I'm confident that Zach Levine will come right in and be a go-to guy and, and make that big jump. And uh, Laurie Markin is going to take that pressure off of him because I didn't expect Laurie to be averaging 18 and 19 points so far. So if he can keep that up and Zach Levine don't have to give y'all 30, feel like he has to give y'all 30 points tonight and force the issue, I think y'all be good. How about you, Derek, my fellow Bulls fan? I agree. I said it was a C. Oh, okay. Let's yeah. C. But they just had kept talking. I ain't have. They just. Oh, my they, bad, they bro. Really you don't, you can, don't feel bad to cut me off. You can cut me off anytime you want, man. You're good, man. You you hit on all the points. Zach Levine's going to be the man. Larry's going to be the number two. And Justin, I like Justin Holiday. Don't y'all like. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. He's, I would, hey, he's a champion. He's won a ring already. True. I forgot about that. Yeah. I, and you rolled your eyes, but he was on that squad. Yeah, what, what is he, like 29? Like he 27. Is, he's he, on 27. Well. He, that's kind of old, but you, you give him. That's a that's a typical player. I would like if I'm rebuilding. That's a solid player to have with my young players. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I like him. I want to see Larry develop like a back to the basket game. Be able to get down you, there and p- play in the post. I was gonna mention that. Let's you know, I, I feel like they they may be listening to the pod because when I um for, when I told y'all my concerns about Larry is that when he got the switch, he didn't get the ball. But now every time a team switches, he touches that ball in the post. And he he does his thing, mostly because he got a small defender on him, but he's more aggressive than he was two weeks ago when we were talking about him. So Yeah, when I watched him in college, he he had a he had a good post game. Yeah, but he, as, he, I, um he let UCLA have it. When I was when I was watching, he was just shooting threes. <laughs> yeah, sometimes just being a young player, you could just get caught up in a moment of just shooting, especially when you got the green light now. You know what I mean? The he's, league is gonna catch on though. 
Because he's, yeah. cool, he's chucking them. He's making them, but he's chucking them. And then when the team starts, like, okay, maybe we should step up on the dude. That's, that's, gonna that's have to only going to enforce him to go to the pain more right. if they close out hard enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just that comfortability level. That's when it comes to him watching film and realizing what he got to do then and just making the right moves. Yeah, I'm confident that he'll be able to just I, – I see all the potential for him to be able to uh, attack – off the dribble when a, when they do close out and when we do get the mess, mismatch, yeah, I, I like his size. He's athletic. Too. He is athletic. Yeah. Surprisingly athletic. Yeah. Um, just talking about him getting getting me going, guys. I don't know if we can do this anymore. I, I'm excited to watch him play again. I, I'm going to multiple Bulls games. I thought I was just going to go to the season opener, but they're, they're actually making me want to see him more. I want to see Zach Levine his first game, but I'm kind of skeptical because he may be on he a minutes restriction. Be, uh, and I, I just want to see him go out there. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not. Chicago Bulls. I'm not coming to United Center to see Zach Levine play 15 minutes. I'm coming to see. But I, I kind of want to feel the love that points. the city gives him, and that when they say, "And starting at the two, Zach Levine." I just want to feel that. When love. is he projected to come back? I gotta check. We don't that even schedule. know. We don't even know. We still don't have a timetable. Shout out to Zach too. Just just signed I, that I deal with say, Adidas. I yes. want to say they said it was sometime in November. That's it's right. not too far away, but he still got some time. Like maybe at, at latest mid December, I will be there, Zachary, and I'm going to have the podcast equipment so we can interview you because we still we still want you hashtag uh, Zach Levine at uh, TTW. Mm-hmm. So last night, LeBron had a amazing game. Amazing, only, only maybe understatement. Yeah, only amazing, maybe understatement. Fifty seven okay. points, eleven rebounds, seven assists. Two blocks in the victory over the Washington Wizards. After the game, when he was walking through the tunnel, he said, I haven't scored like this in a long time, but this is the best I felt in my career. He lying. 30, he's he 32 lying. years old. Best he's felt in his career. Man, I if he if he if, if he not lying, he telling the truth, it's a scary sight. That's all I'm gonna say. No, nah, he must not remember the Miami days. Those, but, might, those, yeah, I see what you mean. But, but if you watch early in that game, he was bullying people. He's that's what he should do all He's the time. He's bullying people. Exactly, it that's what he should do the all paint. the time. Two people in the paint just runs right to the hole, bumps both of them. Lays is sweet, uh, so sweet. That man get jump shot happy so much. <laughs> hey, it was falling yesterday. <laughs> they threw four def- four different defenders his way, and he was putting up ten plus point points on all defenders: Otto Porter, Bradley Beal, Kelly Oubre, and I don't even remember the fourth guy they put on him. But it don't matter because he still dropped fifty seven. <laughs> you know, if if this is the best he's felt in his career, why is his team struggling? Let me ask you before you even get into it's that. Not, you can't blame it on him. I know. I know. Like the, as overall, the team is just wasn't playing good. Right. Let me ask you this, though. This is hypothetical, though. But we know LeBron is a playmaker for the most part. But if he wasn't that playmaker, he was just an elite scorer, how much do you think he put in the beginning? Because this is a showcase. And he still has seven assists with 57 points. He could easily average 35. Easily. 35 and 10. Easily. I'm talking 10 assists. I mean, that would be a sight to see if he was just a scorer. I mean, he's one of the smartest players in the game. He always going to make that pass. He is. He is the smartest player. Thank you for correcting me. <laughs> but he, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he put up near 40 a game one year. At 32 years old, you, all, you always got to think every year, like, when is he going to stop? When is he going to take that dip? And, you know, with the team playing this bad, we're like, okay, of course he's still putting up his numbers. But, like, okay, is this the year, you know, that LeBron stops getting to the finals and he stops being so dominant? Nope. Probably not. This is this is Le- this is LeBron's league, and it will be for as, as long as he's doing stuff like this. You know, it, it's ridiculous to think about. But let's not slack. Who put up twenty, and Jay Crowder put up like twenty two. So 
I mean, they, they did have a little bit of help last night. One's just LeBron's show. I didn't even know that. Yeah, Pooh did his thing. He had a couple layups, and you're like, dang, Pooh. You that's know, that, that's that, what I like to that, hear. That's, your, that's, that's what hey, you like. That just reminded me about that tweet you had saying, if LeBron walked into the office right now, wages, uh, no trade, and said, you know, I'm demanding a trade, do you trade him? Right. So let, let me give if the I'm whole the Cavalier, yeah, please give me. Hypothetical situation. Hypothetical went crazy. situation. Yeah, he got a no trade clause. Yeah, Twitter went crazy when I tweeted this, but I, I just wanted to see what people's minds were. So during their four game losing streak, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Like after their last loss before this game against Washington, I tweeted with the poll if you were the GM of the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron James walks into your office and says that, I'm leaving this offseason no matter what. If we win a ring, if we don't win a ring, I'm leaving. Do you trade him? And people were like, well, he's got a no trade clause. Forget about all of that for this hypothetical Obviously. situation. Would you trade LeBron? Uh, I'll have to wait till the You got to think, what's my chance to win a championship? Exactly. Yeah, I would probably have to wait to the trade deadline to see where we at. But even then, I would probably not trade him. To be honest, though, if they're throwing you some young players because we don't know what this Cavs team is going to look like next year, you might want to think about it, though. Mm -hmm. But what team is throwing real Young players for for a one year like a runway one year rental. You know we don't know where he's going. You don't know if he'd resign in a new city. And that's the thing. Ain't no young. Ain't no like young teams in position to win a championship right now. If you throw LeBron on it, every team in the position to win a ring. But but I was just asking because again, people like to panic real early. And I think on last show I was like, yeah, that maybe they should be panicking because they're losing. But I want to see what the Twitter world was at. And like eighty percent of people said, yeah, we'll trade LeBron. But in my eyes, I'm like, no, you don't trade him because you still have a good chance to win a ring this year. Mm-hmm. Even if he does lose, if you win a ring this year, one hundred percent worth. Yep, one hundred percent worth. Yep. So I just wanted to see what Twitter's mind was. I, I knew he can't get traded because he can veto a trade, mellow like. You know? Obviously, Twitter. Like, it's certain things that we know everybody know. Yeah, that y'all should know that we know. It's crazy that you got to explain everything yeah. you say. Yeah. That people can't just. That's just like oh, another thing. When I when, when I was saying when I agree with Mike by saying Wesley Matthews, oh, and Iman Shumper is the same player. Obviously, Wesley Matthews is is. Light years ahead of him on a perimeter. I just have 162. It's just, it's just a three and D perspective. Like there, it's not a, for me. I was just saying they're both bums. You're just upgrading a bum from a bum. Whether you want to say Wesley Matthews is an effective player, you like him. He's good. He's solid. Okay, but in the grand scheme of things, he's a bum. I don't see him making a big difference in the Golden State Warriors versus the Cavs. There are two different different players. But I have 162 characters on Twitter, so I can't type all of this. I would have to make five tweets during a Laker versus Brooklyn Nets game that I'm highly interested in to explain to y'all. For a trade that's probably not even gonna happen. I'm gonna have to give some backstory of because oh yeah, go everybody ahead. don't follow us on Twitter. My bad. So a fan tweeted us basically a trade that said if you, is this trade good for both teams? Basically, it was Channing Fry, Iman Shumper, a second round pick, and sitting City. I don't even know how to pronounce it. He, he's he's, he's nobody. nobody for Wesley Matthews and JJ Barea. And Mike and uh, Mike and Pierre said no, they won't do that deal. But I would be one hundred percent in. So we went through it, arguing why I think this is a good trade and why they think it's a bad trade. Not necessarily bad. It's just not no not enough significance for me. But ain't any improvement, an improvement overall, bro. Yeah, no, you're right about that. But another th- in another stance I was trying to make that I didn't tell Contrail or Twitter until me and him started texting was that I was saying I wouldn't do this. I was thinking of the trade today. In February, yeah, I'm open for all trades to get better in February. But today, I was just saying eight games in, 
let's not panic too much. Let's get some time to settle in. Derrick Rose has been hurt for three of the games y'all lost. Like, can y'all actually, like, can we see what y'all real team is? I don't expect y'all to win games with Jose Calderon as a starting point guard. Like, I just want to see what the actual team is about before we start trying to make trades. Now, when we talk in February, man, we can talk. Let's put every trade on the table. I'm, I'm, I'm with it all. But the as th- far the as The thing that today, made me be like, okay, I see what you're talking about was not even that. It was the fact that you said there may be other trades out there. That's better. That's it. That too. Yeah. That, like that, if you like, make that trade today and it's like, man, because right now it's so many teams thinking that they have a shot and they don't know where they stand. When it comes to February, a lot of teams know where they stand and are willing to sell. They're trying to sell their team. Right now, the Magic might think they're a playoff team. If we wait two months, they might start getting back to being Orlando Magic and they might be like, okay, yeah, this ain't going to work. We will. We, Vucevic is available. Fournier is available. And everybody's available except Aaron Gordon. And I then feel, you, you can get something like that. I think Chad and Fry, just for his reason for the stretching of defense, being that stretch for he still has some type of trade value. Some teams will want that stretch for even though he's still the contract alone is people still take them stretch for nowadays. I, I wouldn't he even can't play up. though. He can't play. He, he can shoot. Yeah, I I don't I don't I want no wanna, teams going out their way to go pick. I don't up want Chad him on my right team now, for the simple fact that he does. Like I hate the way that they even like have him on the team. The man just. Some playoff series he play and then he don't touch the floor in the finals. It's just like, it's I, just don't, like I don't know. He's such a liability defensively that you just can't play him in certain he, situations. He, he he's, 40? he's like 35 maybe. He's up there. He played like he's 44. Though. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just Definitely. saying like no no team's going out of the way to pick up. I would have gave him up before I gave Richard Jefferson up. Yeah, Richard Jefferson at least like made an impact. On yeah, the he game. got some defense, defense or something. Yeah. So and we didn't we didn't hear guy. your p- portion of this trade because you were. I, didn't walk, I was I was at work. I was, right. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> let, let me hear. Did, did, okay, so it's Iman Shumpert, Shannon Fry, Osman, a second round pick for Wesley Matthews and JJ Barea. Does that team make sense for both teams? That trade makes sense for both teams. Basketball season is finally back, and you know what that means. It's time to put your basketball knowledge to the test with one-day fantasy basketball at DraftKings. DraftKings is giving away over $400 million in prizes this season. That's more than 10 times what Los Angeles is paying the king himself. No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. Draft your team is simple. Just select eight players and stay under the $50,000 salary cap. Earn points when your players score, assist, block, rebound, and more. The best part is you get to draft a new team Every day without any commitment. There's no better way to turn your love of basketball into cash. Download the app or head over to DraftKings.com now and use my code BACKBOARD to support the show and play free with your first deposit. And remember, there'll be $400 million in total prizes up for grabs throughout the season. That's code BACKBOARD to play for free with your first deposit only at DraftKings. Minimum $5 deposit. Eligible restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Um, For the Cavs, yeah. They get Wesley Matthews and another backup point guard. But and then again, it, it kind of looks like, look at it like, why do they need a third point guard? Because they already got Isaiah Thomas and Derrick Rose. Then when, We don't even count Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, but when he comes back, then you just got a three-point guard rotation. Yeah. And you... How you gonna, I know he's not playing. Yeah. I, I know he's not playing now, but I still like count him. Like if we like that's that's the thing. Like are we talking about the trade today because today, yeah, you. I mean, I would see that you would need a point guard. But if we talking February trade deadline, I expect Isaiah Thomas to be back. Is he gonna be Isaiah Thomas full effect? I I don't know. Like I just we don't know that. Yeah, and JJ Barea and Isaiah Thomas, they not no combo guards. You can't put either one of those people at the two. And I don't want Derrick Rose at the two. They're both defensive liability. All right, so the other day on Twitter, Pierre made a tweet saying, 
He had Lonzo Lillard. I'm, I'm definitely. He had Lonzo I don't know what he's about to say, y'all. So I'm. He had Lonzo over Lillard. Yeah. Now, you know what I tweeted? That he had his hands for that night. And <laughs> what did I? Was I right or was I wrong? Because Lonzo only took two shots. Lillard had that man spooked uh, to the point where he didn't want to shoot the ball. Let me know when I can comment. So, I don't want to get in your way of things. I'm just saying you shouldn't have made a bad choice picking an All Star over a rookie. Um, go ahead and say what you got to say. Um, first of all, for the people that don't follow me on Twitter, every time Lonzo Ball plays, because people pay so much attention to him and, t- and talk so much about him, I always make a tweet. I don't think Lonzo Ball is better than Lillard. Like, I'll just be saying stuff because I want people to... When I'm bored, I would say... You, would, was your initial tweet just saying that you think Lonzo would have a better game? Is that, is that, yeah. Because obviously Lonzo's not better, so I don't... What was, what was that? I don't even know. I think I was just bored and I just wanted people to react because people will these days. Like, if you put Lonzo Ball name anything... That's what I did that, like, during the preseason when Lonzo didn't play against De'Aaron, I was like, oh, again. When in reality, I don't, I don't really care, but I just... Twitter just left... And I talk. probably tweeted you. I was yeah. like, oh, man, get off Lonzo. You did, but, yeah. You did. So that's the same thing. Like, I'm just doing the LeVar Ball thing. Like, I'll t- if we if I had to start my team today, I'm taking Lillard over like like every point guard in the league except maybe like six. Mm-hmm. Like he is that good. But I got a couple things problem with what you said. He didn't. Ha- I don't think that he had him spooked. I just think Lonzo wasn't aggressive. Yeah, that's the thing. I that's don't. a that's a self thing. Like that has nothing to do with Lillard. So you saying um, it's okay for him to take two shots? No, I no, think no, no, no. He, no. Yeah, I think he's really just trying to find his groove because you know yeah. he took thirty shots one game. Exactly. He took two shots a game. He just said saw him force and shot. He exactly. doesn't know because the biggest thing about these playmakers is they gotta know how to separate scoring because they obviously went to score. Went to score. Went to score. Thank you. But because that's what they want him to do. They want him to be aggressive because that's what's going to open up everybody else. Exactly. And at the same time, they drafted him to be a playmaker. Yeah. And they, that's kind of why. That's kind of why I relate, not relate, not relate to him. I'm not an NBA player, but that's one of the reasons why I like guys like him and Ben Simmons so much. This early, like I'm, they are my some of my favorite. I have five favorite players, and they're in that list as rookies because I can relate to how they play. I've in my basketball career, like I said, I don't want to compare my basketball to theirs because they're obviously in the NBA and mm-hmm. I didn't even obviously. play Division One. But I've been and sometimes. Too unselfish to a fault. I've had games where I look back like, man, I should have took. Why? How did I only take three shots? I should have took way more shots. And so I understand that. Um, I was agreeing with Contreras when he said he should have took more shots. I wasn't disagreeing with him. My thing was with Shaq and Chuck. After the game, I don't know if y'all saw Shaq was saying he he wants to see the Lonzo Ball from Phoenix every night. If you know anything about Lonzo Ball, that's not the Lonzo Ball that you're going to get every night. Like, I'm sorry to let you know, but that's not him. Like, can he have games where he explode and go for 30 and things like that? Yeah. But on a consistent night, we didn't. Dra- you didn't draft Lonzo Ball to give you 30 points a night. That's not what you did. Then Chuck saying that Kyle Kuzma is the best rookie on the Lakers is like, in what, what context are you holding that in? Because, I mean, first of all, it's been eight games. Kyle Kuzma has been good, but he's one of the best rookies so far in the entire draft, not just on the Lakers. Yeah. So, and also, he came into the league and on the team with no pressure. Um, so, if, if Kyle Kuzma scores zero points, guess what? Nobody's going to talk about it. But if he scores 25, it's a headline. So, there's really no pressure for him. Um, the hardest position to translate to the NBA is what? Point guard, for sure. And that's yeah, exactly what Lonzo's available too. If he if he needs help developing, because I mean, all, most of his life, his dad has been his coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, his dad even had a co- like a comment talking about like he wouldn't let Steve Nash or Steve Nash. Yeah, because why but, train him now? Yeah, you but train him now he- you got to also think about it. 
Steve Nash, I mean, he has Kobe Bryant probably available to him at his disposal because he plays for the Lakers. He has, you know, with the organization, Kobe still stays involved. He has Magic Johnson. He has so many resources he can, you know, ask for help and guidance that I think he, he's going to be, he's going to get uh, developed that because you just got some of the greatest players to ever play. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm confident in him. Um, I'm a fan of him. The things I say on Twitter is going to continue to say to get a reaction, especially when I'm bored. Especially in the, when I know yeah. one of my podcast members likes that player. I, y'all think I don't know Derek likes Damian Lillard? <laughs> so, of course, like when the Lonzo plays the Bulls, I'm going to tweet, oh, he's about to give the Bulls 50, and I'm going to want King of the Fourth to react. <laughs> just, that's hey, that one. just don't mention Brandon Knight. Uh, I don't have to because <laughs> he don't play. next year he'll he be in China. He's at home like we are. Uh, hey, speaking of Lonzo, because everybody, everybody that know me and know I like Lonzo, even like people, like friends of mine and people that follow me on Twitter and thing, every time he play or I say something, they want to say something to me. Like one of my friends, I woke up to a tweet, Lonzo's a bum. Okay, but talk to me about somebody else that I like. Like, why ain't nobody don't don't why don't nobody talk to me about Ben Simmons? Is he not because he's not kill, a bum? <laughs> he, he you can't say he's a bum because he hasn't had a single game where he looked bad. Right, but even if you're not going, so anytime people want to talk to me about a player, I like it. Got to be when he's doing bad. Ain't that crazy? Where you're coming from. Exactly. Like I nobody's don't, saying Ben. Or you can't really. It don't really matter because if somebody say Ben Simmons like is doing play well, playing great. I mean, everybody knows that. And you you can't disagree with it. Exactly. But if you say Lonzo is bum, you you can disagree with that. I mean, yeah. no couple bad games you can find that. him as a player. But what's wrong with me saying, man, KB, Larry Markkinen is being is is hooping. I was just like, yeah. It don't really. I mean, exactly. It's so people, spark. I think it's actually, just that spark. It might be his conversation. Me and you might be like, man, man, yeah, he is. But I think he start taking some taking some advantage of some of the mismatches. Like you know what I'm saying? I just don't know when pe- people always want to get a reaction. From small things. That's next yesterday. Is, yesterday, I had a debate with this dude at work about. He kept arguing with me that Lonzo is better than Ben Simmons, and I kept telling him that the numbers don't show that right now, so you can't really make that ne- argument. I won't. I set that record. Could never in my life that I ever expect or do expect Lonzo Ball to be any. Ben Simmons is the dude. Yeah, Ben Simmons is the man. I, like you cannot say that Lonzo. But better that was now. written down before this even happened. When when KB had the foul shot. I, I got an article. I don't know if that's still up, but you can go on. I got an article about Ben Simmons then when he was first drafting. People were saying, is Brandon, is, is he really, how is he going to score in the NBA? Is ben, is, should Brandon ain't going to be the number one pick? I can't, I can't even believe that was a conversation. But, but yeah, what, what, what we got next? The awards. Do y'all want to start out with MVP? Yeah, so let me let me do the preference. Um, so the way we do awards here on the show is, is weekly awards. So when we talk about MVP, we're basically saying who's the player of the week. You know, we, we do not take into consideration week one. We don't take into consideration the future. We just based on the, the seven days from last Saturday to today. All right. So keep that keep that in mind, because that's very, very important. That is very, very important to what we got to say. MVP, who want to go first? I'll go first. Uh-huh. My MVP is Boogie Cousins. Okay, thirty points. Mm-hmm. Well, let me let me clear up my twenty nine points, mm-hmm. fourteen rebounds, nearly seven assists. What are two steals, one and a half blocks? And he has the highest efficiency rating right now over Giannis and LeBron. That's pretty dope. Yeah, man. I mean, and what did they start off zero and three? Now they're four and five, and with the chance to be five hundred after they play the Bulls today. I mean, he's looking good for at least for at least the Pelicans. My my MVP was Kyrie Irving, Mr. Irving. Oh my gosh, I, up top. 
That's what he, I got too. He's been closing out games in the fourth quarter for them, man. He's been averaging twenty plus. They on a seven game winning streak. They went from like what zero and two to now they seven and two, and then he's out there proving that he's the man. He can be the man on the team. He don't have to be LeBron's sidekick. He is showing everything that he said why he wanted that trade, and he's proven it. Even though so far, but so, yeah, far. Yeah, so, so far, I'm gonna so be, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be consistent. We too. Yeah, so far, because I use the same thing when people talk about Lonzo playing bad. I say it's still early, so I'm gonna yeah. do the same thing with Kyrie. It's still early. Yeah, but but Kyrie, so far, Kyrie's a superstar. I don't but we talk, we talking about the tense of him carrying his own team. We yeah. know he, we know he can do so. Well, he's proven it that he can. We didn't. Nobody thought he could. That he can what? It's carry his own team, bro. It's nine games. I know, but so far he is. That's what I'm saying. So hey, he's not hey, proven. Hey, don't say nobody. That's that's pretty big. Well, Just say there were people out there doubting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't say nobody yeah. believed he could every, carry. A lot team. of people were saying that he couldn't because when he didn't have LeBron, his team exactly, which was good. idiotic because yeah. he was 19 years old. But yeah, so far. I'm yeah. with you though. I'm just doing it. Oh, just I am also. Consistent. I am also with you guys. Yeah, I'm going to name somebody else just to give it some. But that was who I had. All right, KB. I was saying Kyrie. I mean, you, you summed it up perfectly. Yesterday, he closed that game out against OKC. Hey, he's been Excellent. closing out a lot of games. It's doing his thing. He is, he's doing, yeah. He, I mean, started off rough, obviously, with the two two losses when their second to first best player went down. He stepped it up. Team stepped it up. They're 7-2. That's it. You said everything else. He's, he's the MVP And watch them two. games closely, man. I'm telling y'all, he's giving a lot of confidence to them young players knowing that they have to step up. He is, he is just watch the little details in those games. And, and and pay attention to the things he's doing. Although, I, although he left LeBron, he did take some stuff away from him in terms of leadership. Leadership, definitely, because that was a thing that people was kind of worried about too. Um, for me, I'm gonna go with Steph Curry. I love enough. I like what Steph Curry been doing this past week. I, I like um, he got. But yeah, in the last three games for Curry, he had 31, six and five against the Clippers. Didn't play the fourth quarter. I don't think uh, he had 28, 27, eight and six. 21-8-4. He's just been putting up good numbers. It seems like the, the Warriors are kind of back on track, not that they were not that they were ever off track, but they were just losing more games than we used to seeing this early. He said this is the best he's ever felt. He said that, did he? Yeah, he said this was he said this was his year. He's feeling good. This is the best he's ever yeah, felt. Yeah, I, I, I think and I it thought looked so like too. It, like, it wasn't even the numbers, but he was just playing like Stephen Curry. Kinda, yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly, yeah, taking them shots. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I got Stephen Curry um, because of Derek saying Kyrie, which is my pick. I just like what Stephen Curry been doing, and I like what Harden been doing. I had Harden written down. Uh, the, the Rockers are still, what, 7-3 um, without Chris Paul, and they playing good. Don't look like they having a drop-off. What's next? Coach of the year. I, I'll go first. I had Brad Stevens. I had Brad Stevens, too. Yeah, seven-game win streak, turned the team around. Without I, Gordon Hayward, they're still winning games. So, I kind of figured that a lot of y'all would say him, so I went another route. That's Jay good. Triano. Yes, the Phoenix Suns are 4-4. For four the Phoenix four. Suns. <laughs> 500. They, since he's taken over, they're 4-1. Mm-hmm. That's got to mean something, right? The team is buying into him being the coach right now, and they're being successful. So my week two, coach of the week, is Jay Triano. That's just how it's going to go for now. Uh, I'm going to go Mike D'Antoni. I've just been liking the way that the um, – the, the, the Rockets. No, matter of fact, I'm going to take that back. I'm going to go with Jeff Hornacek. Uh, the, the Knicks have some impressive wins this past week. They beat the Cleveland Cavaliers, which kind of ain't even much to flex on them more because they was losing everybody at one point. But no, I, damn, I'm going to take that back. Can you spit it out already? Um, I, I'm on, trying to remember who they coach is. 
What team? I know it's not. Nate McMillan. The Pacers had a hell of a week. Um, <laughs> they was they was impressive without Miles Turner. I think Miles Turner is back now. If I'm, I think correct. he is. No, he played last night. And he had a pretty good game, even on the minutes restriction. So. so yeah, I like what the Pacers been doing. Nate McMillan. I had Brad Stevens too, but I'm just we we trying to add some differentiality to the tape. Exactly. Defensive Player of the Year. Rudy Gobert, big booty Rudy. I got him too, baby. I got him too. Uh, I don't even have to say why. He's his. He, I had DeAndre Jordan. Okay, okay. okay. My, y'all, y'all gonna hate me, bro. I put Boogie Cousins for Defensive Player of the Year. Okay, he, two blocks a game, two steals. This will one and a half steals if you go by the the week. The week. Surprisingly, surprisingly, Durant is held to his uh, opponent's field goal percentage to like 35%. And he should be having yeah, two blocks he, a game, too. Yeah, he yeah. still is. We don't know if that's just because he had like eight blocks one game, but. True. Yeah, because that, that definitely. Because it's I only. Think, did he not, he, I think he averaged two blocks last year. I wouldn't be surprised. He's yeah. as long as can be, but he's up there, too. I'm just trying to, like I said, we all try to add some differentiality to the table. Yeah, I, I appreciate when we all do that. Rudy Gobert. All right, I'm back on it. Go, go ahead. Top three defense in the league. Number one in blocks. He just he leads that team on the defensive side of the ball, and I hated to trade him in fantasy just because I like him so much. But it's man, I, I, he just the man. Hey, it's business. We talked it about this business. earlier. Yeah, it's it business. business. I feel like White Sox gonna pass him up when he comes back. No, and what? Wait, wait, blocks. And, okay, maybe in blocks, but not defense. I don't even think White Side is, is not a great defender. Yeah, I've seen that. His, that man his opponents foul have so yeah, much. But I'm just talking about blocks and blocks. He's but that doesn't defend you as a He's going to have like, to come back. Like, Rudy Gobert is number one in blocks. He's going to have to do a lot of blocking to catch up. Hey, triple doubles and blocks. It's not even Who that, bro. That, that's why he, around the league, he may not get the respect because when you watch him play, he's not a good defender. I mean, okay, he's a good defender, he's not a great defender. He's out there chasing blocks, blocks, which leads you to foul trouble. It, it leads you to foul trouble. It leads your man. Oh, he just he's just not playing smart. He wants those stats. And when I say that, people get offended when in reality, it's just the way it is. And smart players like Joel Embiid are going to take advantage of that because Joel Embiid said that when they played against each other, he's just fouling. So I just let him to get three fouls and he had to sit down. Now you look stupid. <laughs> Rookie of the year. I got to go to Marksman, the finisher, Laurie Marketing. I talked about him too much on the show, so I ain't going to say much more. That's just my rookie of the year for week number two or rookie of the week for week number two. Uh, I'm going to uh, keep mine the same as last week, and I'm going to even uh, expand on what I said a couple weeks ago. Um, I, maybe I said it before the, or maybe a week into the league. Spit it out. Ben Simmons will be all-star. I'm standing on that. I'm not, oh, I'm yeah, not I got I'm Ben not Simmons, budget. too. It's not going to be many weeks where you cannot pick Ben Simmons oh, yeah, to be ben rookie Simmons, of the week. He's the only oh, person. Since, you, since y'all two doing Ben Simmons, I got another one. Uh, Don- I, I have one, too. Oh, who? It was just Larry. I mean, the top three rookies right now are— I was going to throw a name in for the week. Donovan, oh, yeah, Donovan Mitchell. I, uh-huh, he's been, he's been super good. I, I'll stick with Ben Simmons because he's playing ridiculous right now. What He, he had another triple-double, didn't he? Yes, sir. Yep. The rookie ladder goes right now. It's Ben Simmons, Larry Markin, and, and, and Kyle Kuzma. Those are the top three uh-huh. rookies right now. Um, ben Simmons, it's your award to lose, my guy. Sixth man of the year— I got uh, Will Barton. I got Kyle Kuzma. He been playing great off the bench. Good point. So, oh, that's, actually that's a good pick. Good that's yeah, a good I had Kyle Kuzma too. Cause Man, people I go, think about that. I, I already went into it. Y'all go say he started last night, but prior to that, that's one game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, had, he was averaging 15 points, like five boards, and like two assists. Was is the same exact stats as Brooke Lopez, but he's shooting better and I think more points. He's just playing well. I mean, I was I think, going. I seen uh, I seen a tweet too. And he was like. 
they remember they had he was doing this in the in the summer league. They were like, man, it's just summer league. The man, it yeah, was just preseason. Tweeted, now yeah. he's it's doing this just now. Summer league when they're successful. When they're bad, people want to put the magnifying glass. Remember that. Like I don't care what nobody says. Summer league is something. It ain't everything, but it's something. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. It's you know, it like if like if Lloyd Markin was bad, people gonna say, oh, "Look, was, look, he, man, he look, he ain't on." Yeah, the Bulls they messed up. Like, but when he do good, it's just like, oh, it's, it's just summer league. So I'm, I just I don't know. But um, six men a year. Yeah, six man of the year. I was looking at Will Barton because he was my early preseason pick, but his numbers went down. So I just started, decided to stay with Jordan Clarkson. He's been the most consistent player on that team. That's, yeah, that's, that's another tremendous thing. growth in his decision making. He's looking like a point guard. I, all this time, I was thinking he was a two, a solidified two. But his decision making from last year to now, I'm seeing him talk. I'm seeing him call out plays. I'm seeing him wave off pick and rolls. I'm seeing him call for pick and rolls. I'm seeing him telling people where to be. That's just something I wasn't seeing from him in the first three years. Um, he and, might get traded, too. And, yeah, and that's why I put on a tweet that I made last night that I hope they don't trade him because his his trade stock is going up and somebody's going to be willing to give up something, a pick or something. And that's something I want to say, like, because if you look at their they team stats, or not they, but their player stats, uh, Jordan Clarkson and Kyle Kuzma leading them and scoring score off, the bench. off the bench. I don't yeah. know when's the last time we've seen that. Yeah. Um and they got him for four years, fifty million. While my Knicks are giving Hardaway Jr. seventy, so you were right. That was terrible. <laughs> Thank you. Even though he just had a, a pretty good week, mm-hmm. uh, thirty-two against the Cavs, twenty-something last night. But man, I I rather have Jordan Clarkson for for four years, fifty million. Yeah, most improved player. Uh, I just threw it up to Evan Fournier. I watched him play against the Bulls. For the, that's the first time I watched that team play. They didn't win, but um, he was super aggressive. And not aggressive in a bad way, just aggressive in, like, he was able to get to the basket. He was able to get his own shot without forcing anything. Take that into consideration when I put him in a trade for you in his fantasy league. I, I, had, okay, Cal I, think about I had Cal Kuzma for most improved also. <laughs> it's his How? It's his rookie year. <laughs> yeah, but from the first week to this week, he improved. <laughs> no, it's not the going on <laughs> this, this week. Bro. This man just he picked Cal Kuzma for every award just so he wouldn't have to look at no, no other research. Y'all said for the week, <laughs> you know, right? Yes, for the week. but It's the yearly award before the week. He can't win most improved as a rookie. rookie. We still based it off oh. week, year one. We'll move on. I had Jeremy Lamb as most improved. Oh, oh my God. That's a Jeremy great Lamb. pick, bro. I got Chris Epperzingas. Who else? 30 points in six of the eight games. I can't go against that. Big stacks, man. He, he's finally tapped into his alter ego. Big stacks. Jeremy Lamb is now on my fantasy team. I picked him up. Yeah, I know. I looked at him. So what is he doing? What is he doing? Because I'm not watching him. He's averaging like 20. 20. Yeah, he's Good. Average Hey, Jeremy Lamb, finally, man. I was, I've was been waiting on you since you was in Houston and th- with the Thunder. Finally, please keep it up. Not only I'm tired of being high on these players and they not doing nothing. Shout out to Victor Aladipo. I was high on you for a couple years and now you finally want to play when I dismiss you. Victor Depot was never in a good situation, though, man. Yeah, because with the Thunder, that was bad for him. And then even even in Orlando, it just wasn't the best. I don't know. I think I just think he's got the opportunity now, and he's stepping up. He that, back home too. That's it. That's that it. That's helped. all the awards, man. That's all the awards. Thank y'all so much for listening to episode twelve. Thank y'all <laughs> <laughs> of through the wire. Uh, if you did enjoy it, as always, be sure to leave us a rating and share with a friend, man. Yeah, tell a friend, tell That's a friend. That's your homework every week. If y'all share this with a friend, like if everybody share with a friend, downloads are doubled. I mean, that's just simple math, ain't it? Yeah, it's just simple math, but simple it's, math. it's fact. When downloads are doubled, we look, we look to do what? Add a 
an extra episode. And then tell him to add a friend. And tell him to add yeah, a friend. So we have then a next thing you know, y'all got four <laughs> episodes a week. And then listen. In the Black House. Y'all can talk about us talking about basketball. Did you hear when Mike said this? Or did you hear when Derek put Cal Kuzma for most approved player? <laughs> As a rookie. They were like, where did you hear that from? And then there it is right there. They're going to be like, I got to hear this dumb shit. <laughs> <laughs> Thank y'all. We'll see y'all in a couple days. Anybody got last words? Uh, Big Stacks Brazingas on YouTube. Thanks for the support. Five stars. Like an Uber. The Kuz Cruise is here. Here to stay. Not like booze. Lonzo about to have the best week any rookie has ever had, ever. Hey. LaMelo Ball. Next week is all little time. It's all little time. LaMelo Ball is getting you drafted. <laughs> the, bull, the Nets are about to sign LaMelo Ball tonight for $7 million. Look, they about to go on Twitter like, oh, my God, he's breaking news. I'm just joking. No, nah, but uh, before we close out, did y'all see Angelo? I did watch those highlights. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's it. Wait, <laughs>